Hey, this is Coco Columbia. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. This is Josh. And this is Nick. We're Talk Modern. This is Travis from the audio sequence. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. This is Maliki. And this is Ryan. We're Small Million. And you're listening to Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP. Good Tuesday evening. Welcome to Portland Radio Project. This is KSFL LP Portland on 99.1 FM and PRP.FM. I'm your host, Luke Neal. This is Sounds of PDX. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me again. Uh, I was driving east tonight and just fell in love with our city all over again. Mount Hood looked gorgeous uh, in the sunset this evening, and I hope you had a gorgeous day. I've got some really cool stuff going on tonight. I have special guest Shay Altered in studio with me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, a quick shout out to Josh and Nick from Talk Modern. Had it not been for them, I wouldn't have seen you live at Hawthorne. Thank uh, you, Josh. Josh and Nick. That's right. You killed it there. You really did. Um, and we've got so much cool stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, your guys' show is happening this Friday. It seems like it's taken forever to get here. Uh, but you're going to be supporting Roco Code and Camp Crush. You all are playing Kelly's Olympian. Uh, we'll get more into the details a little bit later. Uh, we're going to be playing Shay's Influences, and some of them are pretty nutty. You're going to want to stick around for some of these picks. Uh, some made sense to me. And some made me go, I want to ask her why she picked this one. <laughs> They're all great picks, though. Uh, and some of them are from uh, the folks we just talked about. I'm going to start off the show with a song from Roco Code in honor uh, of kind of just promoting the show and hoping everyone can join us this Friday. Uh, stick around. I've got Shay Aldred until 9 p.m. This is Roco Code with Is It Real here on Sounds of PDX. That is Roco Code. Friends of the show from Vancouver, BC. They're going to be at Kelly's Olympian at 9 p.m. this Friday. You don't want to miss it. Uh, they're going to be sharing the stage with Camp Crush and my special guest tonight, Shay Altered. Thank you again for being here. This is super rad. Thank you for having me. So um, we're going to be getting into your influences. Uh, so I'd like to start from the beginning with you. Can you share with us your first tangible music memory? Uh, so my first tangible music memory is um, actually the first song I believe you're going to play, if it's Alanis. Uh, it's actually a Fleetwood Mac. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. Okay, well, one of the songs that you're going to play is my first actual um, tangible music memory um, is the uh, the Alanis track. Um, I uh, For Ironic? Yes. Yeah. Um, that was like the first, I think, ever when cassette tapes, you know, were still a thing. <laughs> um, that was, I had the cassette tape and that was, you know, the, that was the first thing I think, because, you know, when I, I was, I was so young. So at that point, like the words don't really like make sense to you or you don't really understand what's actually, you know, being said, but sure. things that when, a mu when music, when certain chords or notes or whatever it is, uh, like, you know, hits you emotionally, that was the first thing that I emotionally connected to. Um, as far as like, you know, contemporary music and that goes. So that's probably, and I remember it. I remember the first time we listened to the tape, I was sitting in my dad's old truck and I can see it very clearly. I think mm. I was very young. I'm not, I don't think I was even in grade school yet, but, uh, that's my first, you know, tangible music memory. So she's that, uh, Jagged Little Pill is such a, a tangible record. Like, um, the way Glenn Ballard produced that it's really personal, uh, from a vocal standpoint, yeah. but the music is so perfect yeah it's arranged yeah. it sounds really cool as a matter of fact the first time uh i saw the monkey wrench video for foo fighters 
Taylor on the drums. I was like, that's Alanis Morissette's drummer. So Taylor from the Foo Fighters played on tour with her. She, that's awesome. Yeah, he was her drummer. Uh, and I couldn't agree more. I think Ironic is just a super... Uh, super great song. I, and you have a lot of the qualities that she has as far as your earnesty um, live. Is there any other female singers that you have there? Thank you. I appreciate of, that. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, there's another, um, Her it's she's also on one of the um, tracks and the influences. Um, her name's Allison Mossart. Um, she is in a band called The Kills and then The Dead Weather. Um, I just appreciate um, myself coming from a choral background and having, you know, a classically trained voice. Um, I feel personally, not always other people say this, but I, you know, I feel like it can be very clean and I always admire, especially female singers who have a very, uh, a raw edge of a grit to their voice. Cause that's something that I've always, um, wanted and strived to have. Cause I think it can say a lot emotionally some, you know, a crack can, say something so much better than like a perfectly held high note can. Totally so. agree. And I like when artists choose to leave those personal things on records. Yeah. Like I've heard some things that like, there's a great artist I love named Chris Whitley and one of his singles, the entire second verse he's humming, just hums it. He'd come to find out he didn't have lyrics for it and they tracked it and they kept it. And I was like, that's just such a cool personal thing yeah. that uh, a major label would never let you do. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, tonight's songs are brought to you by the PDX Spotlight Playlist. Uh, a couple weeks ago, our most recent episode of Skulldiver live from the Holocene uh, came up. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. You can go to the PDX Spotlight uh, YouTube playlist. I'll put that on our talk board for you to check out. Coming up, uh, we've got a really good episode with Rare Monk, Falcon Heart, and just Saturday we filmed the Sarah Wild episode. Uh, so thanks again for PDX Spotlight for help with the playlist. And I talked to some people upstairs in the meantime. We are going to play Ironic first. Oh, sweet. Uh, since we just talked about it. <laughs> and we're going to follow that up uh, with the dead weather. Uh, but here it is, her classic, uh, Alanis Morissette. I believe it just turned 20 last year. This is Ironic here on Sounds of PDX. Die by the Drop by the Dead Weather. That's an influence of Shea Altered. She is my guest tonight on Sounds of PDX. I'm your host, Luke Neal, and I'm going to get into some more questions for her. These are all the tough ones now. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> did you have any like people growing up in your family that were musicians that inspired you? Yeah. Um, my grandfather was a pianist. Um, he wasn't classically trained. He um, could play jazz and blues piano, and he played all by ear. Um, so I grew up in, um, a small close knit family. There's about like 14 of us, um, that are all just like actually live on this continent. My Nana came over here on a boat from when she was like 15. She's an immigrant. Wow. So, um, we spend a lot of time together as a family and he, uh, like every Sunday we would get together, like when I was little and, um, he would be always playing the piano. So that was definitely an, inf it was an influence on my sister too. She actually went on to play the piano. Oh, no way. Um, yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so you said um, off the air that you've got some musical training. When did you start uh, your musical education? Uh, so I, I'd always love to sing. You know, I think I told my mom when I was four, she's, you know, like, what do you want to be grow up? I want to be the best singer in the world, which is not a job. Um, <laughs> if only, right? If only. Um, yeah. So I started 
singing in school as soon as I could, which was in the sixth grade. I started choir, did choir all through middle school and high school. I started taking singing lessons uh, as a high school student. Um, that's when I started um, my classical music training. Um, and uh, I went to college on a, um, I got a vocal scholarship. Cool. And that's why I went to the university that I went to. Um, I ended up changing my major. I ended up being a music minor. Um, but I studied um, opera and classical music all through college. And uh, I still do it to this day. Um, shout out to Angela Niederlo, my awesome voice teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love, you know, I I love classical music. I love opera. I love, I love, yeah. I think you bring up a good point. I, uh, especially these days, folks can get locked into genres and they're sometimes afraid maybe because of labels to step out and be like, I don't want to listen to opera. It's such yeah. a blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But the fact that you're still involved in both speaks really highly for uh, you and your approach to your craft. Can you speak to the importance of, of still continuing to do voice lessons? I think it's just so important for people to yeah. strive on that. Yeah. I mean, I always want to be, you know, I, I strive to be the best songwriter I can be, but I think there's a lot of the time it's either, you know, you look at somebody like Ariana Grande, like amazing vocalist, but she's not a songwriter and that's totally okay. Or you look at somebody like, you know, Willie Nelson, like not the greatest voice in the world, but <laughs> bomb songwriter. Yeah. And it's like, I, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be able to do both and I want to have the best possible voice that I can have and write the best possible songs that I can. Um, and it's important for me, you know, health wise too. I want to, you know, I want to sing properly. I don't want to ever injure myself. I want to be singing for as long as I can. Um, and so doing voice lessons not only allows me to do, you know, opera and musical theater, things that I love, but it also, you know, keeps my voice healthy. It keeps it in shape and, uh, kicks me in the butt if I'm doing bad, <laughs> you know, have bad habits. So, sure. yeah. Is there any advice you could give to singers who may be feeling down because they've had, uh, a previous rough performance or practice just didn't go well. Do you think there's an ebb and flow to the power of your voice? I do. I do. I, you know, I've had shows where, you know, it's like, oh, that was not good, you know, <laughs> but I think you just, you just got to keep pushing. You got to, you sure. just, you never stop practicing, you know, even if that's just, you know, hum, like I, when I hum, like when I sing along to the radio on the car, like I, you know, like by myself, like I'm not just like singing along, like I'm practicing. I'm like, can I hit this note? Like, can I do this run? Like, how can I, um, you know, alter my voice to sound, to make this sound. Hmm. So, you know, it's, kind of an everyday thing. And maybe that's just me. I'm it's just weird. Resting. But yeah. <laughs> well, they said they used to see Hendrix at the, uh, in the line at the grocery store with his guitar, his electric yeah. guitar, you know, unplugged, obviously, and just yeah. fiddling, fiddling around. That's what yeah. artists do. Uh, so you mentioned it earlier, both a great voice and great songwriters don't come along often, but when they do, uh, their name's Stevie Nicks, and we've got a, Fl a Fleetwood Mac song next on the list. This is uh, Rhiannon. Now, tell me about the this being on your list. This is one that I had a question for because it's a little left to center, um, this and the Katie Tunstall song. Yeah. So, uh, these are a little less rock, uh, I guess, new rock, you could say. How did this one end up on our list? So um, this has more to do with my childhood um, and what, you know, I think this is more like a subconscious influence. My uh, Things that my parents would always play when I was younger, uh, Fleetwood Mac, Crosby, Stills and Nash, mm. um, those types of, you know, uh, bands and musicians. And um, so this is just, I think... 
I love the the harmonics of a lot of uh, Fleetwood Mac songs. I love the 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 melancholy, you know, overtones to a lot of their music, which you know is something that you know if you if you hear my music later, you, you'll understand. <laughs> um, but you know, and obviously, you know, Stevie Nicks. So yeah, you don't have to say much after that. Yeah, Stevie Nicks. Uh, well, here it is. This is Fleetwood Mac and influence from Shay Altered. She is my guest tonight here on Sounds of PDX. Stick around. We've got her original music information on the show this Friday and uh, upcoming shows by Vortex Music Magazine. So stick around. We've got much more. Blurry by Puddle of Mud and Influence for my special guest tonight, Shay Altered. She is with us. Uh, before I get back to uh, asking her some more questions, I want to say hey to everybody um, that's given us shout outs on the talk board. Veronica Bezesti said hey. Uh, she enjoyed the Atlantis Morissette pick from Shay. And what is interesting too is I've got some cool information. Uh, Veronica Bezesti has a show tomorrow night here on PRP at 7 p.m. called Subculture. And tomorrow night she's playing the entirety of Nirvana's Nevermind in honor of the anniversary. So thanks for hanging out and listening tonight. Uh, definitely something to look forward to tomorrow night on PRP. Carol Maxwell said, nice choice on Blurry. Uh, that is a really cool song. And then we had a question for you, Shay. Uh, so this is for Shay Altered off the PRP talk board. Uh, our listener wants to know, when did Shay start writing and who were your mentors for songwriting? Oh, I started writing uh, as soon as I picked up the guitar. Uh, I was 12. Um, my, the guitar had actually been bought for my sister, which she decided she wanted to play the guitar and then she picked the piano. So I took the guitar. Um, <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I started literally like the day I picked it up, I started writing. I, I've been writing, I started writing poetry at a very like young age. Just, that was just something I did. I was like eight and I was like, you know, writing little poems and whatever. And I was like, oh, I can put this to music. So I was 12. I started, you know, just like the day I picked it up. I think the first song I wrote I still remember it was about my cousin. It's it called Caden Dandelions. I'm pretty sure it was like three sentences long. Was it a nice song or like it, a protest no, song? No, no, no. It was a nice song. Um, I'm, Good. But yeah, as far as uh, songwriting influences, I think, um, you know, you'll hear a lot of them on, you know, the playlist that I've picked. Um, just like, you know, I never had... Um, I took guitar lessons, but I never took any songwriting lessons. Everything I learned from songwriting, I learned from you know, listening to music. So, You've got some cool, um, we're going to be listening to it in the second hour, but this year you released an EP called Sleep Talk, and you've got some really nice tricks. I always try to find, uh, I've got a board ear, let's put it that way. So I'm always trying to find things that surprise me. And for what would be... Uh, at face value, pop music from you, you did a lot of things on your LP to surprise me. Are there any songwriters that you just love that surprised you from the beginning and now you've studied? Because I think it's really interesting how you write. So my goal is with in, lyrical content anyway, because, you know, I love literature. I, you know, I was foremost a writer. I, my goal is to write songs and music that if you, if you take away the music and you just have the lyrics, you still have something beautiful hmm. or you still have something relatable. It's not just, you know, like say, you know, you took, you know, you can take some more, the music off of some top 40 songs and you're like, what does this even mean? Which isn't bad. <laughs> like I love me some top 40, but you know, I want it to be, 
I want the words to speak for themselves. I want them to be artistic from themselves. So even if they were separated from the music, it would be still something poetic. Yeah, I think lyrics should be um, accessible. And, you know, it's always a joy when you see a band for the first time and you're not familiar with them and they have a song you can sing along with by the end. Yeah. You know, they've done their job. Um, for me, looking back, uh, we have a shared influence. Garbage is next on our playlist. Uh, Only happy when it rains. That specifically was the first single I heard and the first time I heard uh, Shirley Manson's voice. And that mantra was just so cool. And it made me question like, course i was living in arizona at the time so i was like why would anybody be happy when it rains <laughs> but like now living in portland it resonates with me differently yeah uh, what did garbage mean to you growing up so garbage and also puddle of mud uh, the tracks you just played um were actually uh, my mother's cds and uh, my mom was into you know like 90s like all like grunge you was she know into like heavier music than your dad oh i think so, That's so i cool. think so <laughs> he might i don't know he might uh say otherwise uh, but uh, i um and uh, i had you know like my little walkman back when we had like portable cd players and i would take those two cds everywhere like road trips like listen to them in my house like the garbage record the self-titled and then you know the puddle of mud and like yeah, I just, I think that just resonated with me because I am a, you know, I, I just love angsty things, you know, some things yeah. that are sad and like happy when it rains. Like, you know, I'm from the Northwest. Like, obviously I love <laughs> the rain. So yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, that's really cool. It's what a powerful song. And uh, this is one that just doesn't get old. It's a huge hit. Uh, thanks again to our listener uh, on the talk board for the songwriting question for Shay Altered. She's my special guest tonight. This is our next influence from her garbage with only happy when it rains. I'm only happy when it rains. This is Portland Radio Project. That was Katie Tunstall. She's an influence of my special guest, Shay Altered, who's on the program with us tonight. Uh, really glad that you are here. Uh, thanks for sitting through all these uh, fun questions. And thanks again for the question on the talk board. If you haven't done so yet, go to prp.fm. You can see the talk board right there and say hello to myself and Shay. While you're there, too, click the support button. See how you can support great local independent radio. We are nonprofit, commercial free. We play a local artist every 15 minutes. And we support killer local music. Uh, again, if you weren't with us at the top of the show, I went to a Talk Modern show. I saw Shay Altered and then uh, serendipitously a couple weeks after that, uh, uh, a guest of the show, Ashley Extina, Ashley Kervamon, uh, said that she was working with you and I was over the moon. Uh, I was planning on getting you on the show anyway, so this just worked out great. Um, so tell me about some of your live experiences this year. I saw you um, at the Hawthorne and uh, I just kind of want to pick your brain. What are some of the wish list venues you'd like to play live? And what are some of your fun experiences, including your recent uh, little swing in California? Yeah, I just got back from a little mini tour. I don't know if you can even call it a tour. It's only two shows, but I guess it's tour. Um, in Cali, I got back uh, last night at 3 a.m. So that was fun. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun there. I played um, I played a show down on Long Beach and then I played this small indie festival. It's called You Bloom. Um, uh, five venues over three days. Um, bunch of different indie artists. It was really fun to play. Um, How did you get the invite or, or hip to that? 
uh, online. I do a lot of uh, just like Googling um, Sonic Bids. If you're an indie musician, Sonic Bids is the best. Um, it's a great resource uh, for gigs um, and to find gigs and for people to find you. I would definitely recommend it. Um, as far as places that I want to play here in Portland anyway, I would love to play Mississippi. I would love to play Doug Fur someday. Um, I would love, absolutely love to open uh, a crystal show. Oh yeah. I love that so much. I just, you know, I, the, the bigger the venues I play, I'm just like, I want to play a bigger one now. You know, I can't get enough of it. So we live in a unique place. I say it all the time. Portland's a very unique place. You, know, you can go out on a Wednesday or Thursday night, see a hundred people at one of those venues. That's a big deal. People yeah. don't realize it may not be a Friday packed house, but for weekdays for a hundred people to go out and see a show, just one of many. Um, so talk to me about your view on the Portland music scene and your involvement and, and, uh, it's tough, I know, because as an artist, you're working and you're in the trenches and it's tough to pay attention or follow a bunch of other artists. But how do you perceive the scene right now and where do you think it's going? Um, I think the more I play, the more other musicians and other bands I discover. And I think that there's a lot of untapped talent here. Hmm. A lot of uh, friends I have personally um, that are musicians where I'm like, this is, you know, your music's so good, but nobody knows you. You know, and I think that, I think that Portland, you know, we could, we could really be a music hub, you know, someday because there's just, there's a lot of talent here that people don't know about and they should really check it out. Yeah. It's tough to ignore. I, um, met the acquaintance of Matt Greco and we had a show about pop music and, and, uh, I've been saying it for a while now. There's an emerging pop scene in Portland and it's going to become very strong. Mark my words. I and, hope so. <laughs> and you're going to be a part of it. I'm, I'm almost positive. Um, you're in the vein of a very you know powerful uh, female vocalist, female performer, and I hope one day to get away from having to qualify it as that. Yeah. Uh, so could you talk to me about the importance of Woman Crush in town and uh, what Ashley is doing for the scene? So Ashley Kerbon is awesome. Um, her uh, program, Woman Crush Wednesday, it's all about um, highlighting uh, women performers and women songwriters. And I first got hooked up with her. She found me online and asked me to do a, um, a show um, that was around, um, mainly around songwriting. It was an acoustic show. Um, and that's where I first met her. And uh, I, um, after I played that show, I didn't hear from her a little while, for a little while. And we got back in touch and um, she's, just, she's awesome. She really great. She uh, luckily has a lot of faith in me um, and <laughs> which is awesome. And she's been so helpful with um, helping me with my social media because I'm social media inept and uh, <laughs> hooking me up with other musicians here that I didn't know existed. So she's been great. I love her. Yeah, she's wonderful. Uh, so let's keep the momentum going with powerful women. Tell me about Banks and why uh, the song Poltergeist made our list tonight. So I love Banks. <laughs> um, I first discovered Banks in college. Um, I, yeah, I just, I love her, you know, and you'll hear, you'll definitely probably hear her influence in my music. She is the most, the one contemporary artist that I can think of now where I'm, you know, that's, that's a sound I want to emulate. I love, I love the bass. I love the darkness. I love, you know, the sort of, 
the vocal where it's like she's she's almost not trying like she doesn't care you know i just and the song poltergeist is one of my favorite songs to come out this year the one that you're going to play i listen to it all the time it's just it's just a great song. She's one of my favorites too. And I think you do capture that. Listeners are going to be able to hear Shay Altered's original music in the second hour. But I was going to mention that about Banks as she has a uh, an atmosphere and a sonic quality to her music that I think you capture as well. Uh, it draws you in quick. If you're not familiar with her, be prepared to download everything she's ever done. I love her to death. This is Banks. She's an influence of my special guest, Shay Altered. Stick around. We have more until 9 p.m. That is Lincoln Park here on Sounds of PDX. I'm your host, Luke Neal. We're listening to the influences of Shea Altered. She is my guest. Uh, we were talking during that musical break about the importance of Lincoln Park. And uh, my reflection on the band is that they were the perfect mouthpiece for angst. And uh, I wouldn't say rebellion, but just that feeling of trying to figure out what the hell you're going to do with your life and everything that accompanies that. Um, Share some of your thoughts about the band and uh, obviously the impact uh, of everything that happened with Chester. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, during the break, you know, I when I, you know, read that the morning, I will, you know, I cried. Um, they Lincoln Park, like Meteora hybrid theory, like like changed my life, basically. I know that sounds like silly to say to some people, but like it got me through one of the worst times of my life in high school I was really depressed and like just really it was just not good and they you know it kind of you would think that you know to get you through something is like to like that you know you should be listening to happy things you should be you know but it's it's you know that wouldn't have helped like to feel like you have somebody that understands you know what's going on in, inside you inside your brain and your body and everything you know to have that you know listening to that music was an outlet it was a, it was a good outlet that you know that anger that sadness it could have been expressed in a lot more destructive ways but because i had that musical outlet and i could listen to that you know it was you know it it helped so much and i just you know i love that band and yeah i just i was so sad <laughs> we all have different emotions and i think certain artists that we listen to uh you know, they can make you happy. They can make you feel triumphant or motivated. But I think it's really important to have those bands that resonate with you when things aren't okay yeah. or you want to be upset. I think that's important. Um, you know, did, did you follow their career recently? Had you been following uh, what Linkin Park had been putting out? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, you know, even when, you know, they got a lot of backlash with their like their last few albums you know most people didn't like it but i still you know it, on every album i could at least find you know you know one or two or three songs that i could still you know i could jam to like, i think artists evolve you yeah. know i've said it before i don't think there's anything as a as a guilty pleasure i don't think no. they exist i think different music resonates with different people and that's a beautiful yeah. thing i think it's ridiculous to have someone be in music that long, be a musician, be a band that long and not to be putting out the exact same thing, 
you know, because, and sure. also if they had never changed as people have said the opposite, you know, it would have been like, Oh, they're playing the same old stuff. Like, you know, you, right. you can't win. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. don't bother trying. <laughs> uh, got a couple more, uh, looking back at the talk board here. Thank you all for interacting tonight. Um, someone asked, uh, does Shay have a band that she plays with at her live shows? I do have a band that I play with at my live shows. Um, it depends on the show, uh, depends on the size of the venue. So I, um, if it's a small venue, it's me and my synth guy, Ryan. He's awesome. Shout out to Ryan Zubieta. Fantastic. If you're listening, you rock. Um, he was just, we were just in California together. We did the Cali tour together. And then um, I have my uh, guitarist, uh, Dalton. He's awesome. He just recently got married. Shout out to Dalton. And uh, my drummer, Jesse, who is He's awesome. He's 18. He's so he's like, what, like three, four years younger than me. But he <laughs> he's awesome. He's so talented for his age. He's also he's in a band. He's in another band. It's called After Hours. Oh, um, cool. And they're going to be releasing their EP soon, their debut EP. Or is it their second? Anyway, you should check them out. They're yeah. great. They're pop punk. If you I like hear pop good punk. things. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> wonderful. Uh, also to uh, Carol Maxwell on the talk board. What's up, Carol? She said Lincoln Project. Park is such a good band. Sad we won't have more amazing songs from Chester. I, I couldn't agree. Um, Rebecca Webb. Rebecca, thank you so much. PRP's own brilliant founder. She wanted to know if uh, Shay Altered had a single that we could put here on PRP. We're going to be playing that uh, at the end of the show. It's a single called Miss Me that's been out for a while. We also have a seven song EP from her or a six song EP yeah. um, that came out this year as well. We're going to be talking about the evolution of her art and a couple other questions uh but you were just talking about your band uh the next artist on our list has a massive band and is like a total festival queen now tell me about Florence and the Machine and what cosmic love means to you so I first discovered slash fell in love with Florence and the Machine uh when I was a senior in high school uh so 2011 and uh I distinctly remember first coming across her music. Uh, I was in art class. Um, I, I love art. I do a lot of art. Uh, if you know me personally, you know this. Um, and it was one of those eye-opening moments where I realized you can make big, dramatic, cinematic pop music, you know, and people will love it. And it was like, I was like, it was like, I felt like she was like speaking like sonically to my soul with her sounds. Hmm. Like it's, it's, you know, it sounds like a movie and that's, that's something I try and emulate sonically myself. I want it to, I want, I don't, I want music to be, at least my music, I want it to be immersive. I want it, I want it to take you somewhere. I want you to feel something specific. I want a certain image to come to mind. And with Florence, I feel she does that so well. She, again, has that thing that you have and that Alanis have. It's this unabashed approach to your vocal, and it's super honest. And I couldn't agree with you more. She's triumphant and makes people feel good. This is Florence and the Machine, another influence from Shea Altered. She is my guest tonight. Stick around. We've got her original music, shows by Vortex Music Magazine, and much more.
That was our friend, Ashley Xtina, Ashley Curvabon. We were singing her praises earlier about woman crush and all that she does for the music scene here. Um, been talking behind the scenes with Shay Altered here. We've got a lot of great music to share with you. I've been learning about her songwriting process and uh, kind of the brains behind the studio side. Uh, but before we get into some more questions, I would like to give a quick shout out to Vortex and go over our shows of the week. So hang tight. Support for PRP comes from listeners like you and from Vortex Music Magazine, helping the Portland music scene tell its own story. You can find free issues of Vortex in stores or read about the local music scene online at vrtxmag.com. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you to Vortex for giving us uh, great information on the shows. As a matter of fact, uh, in conjunction with them on Thursdays, you should be able to hear uh, a little a little blurb from us. Uh, our folks here at PRP put out uh, the uh, basically show picks every week of what you should go check out. Uh, these are going to appear. These are my show picks for the week. You got them a little bit early, uh, but they are the Vortex Music Magazine shows of the week. The featured show, of course, is this Friday at Kelly's Olympian at 9 p.m. with Rocco Code, Camp Crush, and my special guest tonight, Shay Altered. Uh, you said you haven't played Kelly's before, right? I have not. I'm very excited to That's play so it. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that room. Uh, I just saw the Femme. The most recent show I saw there was the Femme Fatale show with Corey. Courtney No, uh, Larissa Birdseye, and Sarah Wilde. Really, really good stuff. Um, and, and to tie in to talk about the show, before I go back to some of the other ones, are, uh, what's the setup we're going to be? We were talking about your live band. Are you going to be a two-piece or four-piece? We're going to be a two-piece right because on. it's a smaller venue. So Cool. Yeah. And you were just on tour with two people, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do not miss that show. Uh, another one, uh, I hope you can come hang out with me tomorrow night at the Doug Fur Lounge. Our friends Talk Modern are playing uh, with the new division, Leo Islow and... And Gold Casio. That is sure to be a good time. That show starts a little bit earlier, so show up about 6 or 6.30. Uh, it kicks off at 7 p.m. Another one kicks off at 7 p.m. Thursday at the Kennedy School is Kaya on the Mountain. They are playing their last show for the year. Um, pun intended, they're going into hibernation, uh, and they will not be emerging until spring of 2018 with a brand new LP, so be sure to check them out. Thanks again to Vortex. Uh, now, Shay, let's talk about uh, Kendrick Lamar. I love Loved that he was on your list. Yes. Had to do some hunting for a clean version, but we yes. found it. I do love this song. It's all right. Uh, first time I heard Kendrick, we were uh, we had a weekend uh, at the coast with some friends. We rented a beach house, and they put this on, and we were just goofing around. And about halfway through the second song, I'm like, this dude's lyrics are like next level. And then next yeah. thing you know, he blew up. Um, yeah. This is a killer cut off of uh, his, not his latest record, but the record before all right, what does this song mean to you? So I picked, uh, I mostly picked the song just because this was the one clean version I could find. Any <laughs> Kendrick song really will do. Um, him as an artist, uh, he's just incredible. He's so incredible. Yeah. Um, he is the most insane lyricist, poet, rapper, just he is such a huge inspiration for me, which when I say to people doesn't make a lot of sense because I'm a white girl from Portland that makes pop music and he's <laughs> from Compton and he's a rapper. And but just the rawness and the authenticity and the storytelling and the incredible talent that he is just is so inspirational to me and lyric in 
when I when I want to get insp- inspiration for like writing a good lyric or I want to really get into the nitty gritty of like um, writing lyrics, I put him on and I listen, which is, you know, it's really helpful and also good because, you know, you don't want to listen something that's too similar to yourself because mm. then you can, you know, you know, you can accidentally like, you know, like rewrite something or like start to copy. But because he's so different from what, what I do, but so incredibly talented, it just it just gets me in the zone. And I just like when To Pimp a Butterfly came out, I just put in my headphones and I walked around the park for like two hours and just listened to it over and over and over again, just to really, you know, just, just to, you know, just to get it because that, that's just a cultural masterpiece, like politically, culturally, just, oh gosh, if you haven't listened to Bimba Butterfly, please listen to that album. (laughs) Yeah. And this is on it. It's a really good pick. This is Kendrick Lamar. Stick around because after this, we have all original music until the end of the show from Shea Altered, my special guest tonight. Stick around. The Kendrick Lamar. That's an influence of Shea Altered. She is my guest. We've been talking behind the scenes here about the importance of of lyrics to her. And I want to talk to you about your um, a little bit more about your songwriting process. But we had a question from the talk board. Uh, someone wanted to know what has been your biggest inspiration for your music? My biggest inspiration for my music is my life. Um, everything I write, every song I've ever written is autobiographical. Um, I can, I have written songs before, um, for, I don't want to say for other people because I've never written a song for anyone specific. Um, I would love to do a co-writing session. Somebody hit me up. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, I don't think I could ever release a song that I didn't write. You know, it has to, I have to be invested in it. Otherwise I couldn't perform it emotionally the way I'm supposed to. Sure. Um, so everything, every song you listen from me on the EP, just, yeah, it's something that happened to me. So talk to me about the, the, um, the first track off of, uh, the EP sleep talk you said was released in uh, March of this year. You start the record with the title track. I do. So um, I'm again, I'm a writer. I'm an artist. Concepts are very important to me. Um, And I think I think every record that an artist puts out in a way is a concept record because you can't, you know, a record has to have a concept. It just can't be, you know, thrown out there. Um, But for Sleep Talk, um, the concept of Sleep Talk uh, is a, each each song is a conversation I never had. So each song is representative of, of a dream. Um, they're all um, conversations with people. So each song is related to a p- specific person or event. Um, and I, the way I found myself in my life that I process things is in my sleep through dreams. And I, you know, like. I would have these conversations in my dreams that I couldn't say to the ex-boyfriend, the ex-friend, the but I would have them while I was asleep and they were things I never said out loud. And hmm. so I decided to, you know, when I was putting the EP together and I was deciding what songs of all the songs I had written, you know, which what I was which ones I was going to do and I was like this is going to be the concept. This is what I'm going to say. Um, and so the title track um, Sleep Talk is about um, I was in a relationship for almost 4 years. And that relationship ended and it was, you know, a really sucky ending. And, uh, at the, you know, for, for a while, you know, you, after a while, you don't really think about that person anymore during the day, you know, after you get, after you, 
you know, it's been a while. Um, and, but I kept having these dreams about this person. Hmm. Like I wouldn't think about him at all during the day. And like, I completely out of my mind, like, you know, but every night I was going to bed and he was invading my sleep and it was always, you know, it was either sad or, but it was never, it was never quite the realistic version of himself. Um, there's a lyric, you know, um, your hands were stronger than my body and your skin was all aflame. It was always a more aggressive version of that person that I think, I was looking for, um, during the relationship. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's sleep talk. That's the the song about, you know, it's this person that was haunting my sleep and I couldn't get rid of them. So what a perfect way to intro uh, the EP that we're going to play. That's perfect. It sets the premise. Uh, we've been waiting for this moment all broadcast. Here it is. We're going to dive into Shea Altered's music. This is the title track off of sleep talk. Here it is on sounds of PDX.
is a fan favorite on Spotify, the most streamed song by uh, Shay Altered's guest. She is my guest tonight. Um, if you didn't hear the last couple songs with headphones in, plan on doing that for the rest of the evening because it is quite a treat. You have put together an extremely well-produced EP and single. Let's give credit where credit's due. Let's talk about the whole process. And if you wouldn't mind starting from uh, you working on a song lyrically until what we just heard. Yeah, so um, I am, I write my writing process. I write all my songs by myself in my bedroom. Um, every song starts out with just me and guitar. And um, that's when I nail down what I want melodically, um, you know, what chords I'm gonna go with. Um, I 
complete, I, all my lyrics are finished before I take them to anyone because that's really important to me um, that it's all my words and exactly what I want to say. So uh, what'll happen is um, after what we did for this EP, um, at least with a couple songs, not with all of them, but I took, um, I wanted to have good demos. So I took them to um, my guy, Ryan, my synth guy, who um, he does um, producing too for um, his own group and some other groups, some other local groups. And uh, we put together just some like simple demos, you know, um, these are the sounds I want. Can, you know, can we make this happen? Um, and we eventually found, uh, what we did first was just the sleep talk, just that song. That was originally just a single oh, nice. that I put out in October in 2016. That was the first thing I released as myself. Um, and, uh, for that, I found, um, Justin, Justin, Justin Abel, shout out to Justin Abel. He is my producer for the EP, um, we were on this, we knew we wanted, you know, and we only had so much gear, you know, so much, so much access. We were like, we want this song to be good. Like I will, you know, I want it to be done professionally. And so we went on this website. Uh, I forget the name people ask me all the time and I'm really, I'm sorry. I forget what it is, but it's, you can go on, you post your track, you post your demo and producers bid to work with you. Oh. So you still have to pay them, but they're like, here's my price. And like, this is why you should work with me. And he was one of the bids that we got. And he was, um, I liked him the most. And so uh, I hooked up with him. We did, uh, we did the track. Um, we did it all. We did the, I think like three days we did the, wow. we did the track. And, um, you know, I loved working with him so much and he, and he didn't know that I was local and he found out that I was local and he was like, I want to do your EP. Like, I, like, I love your music. I need to do your EP. And I was like, thank you like so much. I would <laughs> love to work with you. Um, yeah. What a compliment from yeah, somebody you're a fan of. No, he's awesome. I love him. He's, he's great. Shout out to Justin. Um, and so, um, yeah, I sat down, I got the concept together. I picked which songs I want, I wanted on the record and I brought them all to him in, you know, my little crappy like garage band demo form <laughs> that I can, that I can do. And, um, yeah, we just, we just, you know, we started, we did the whole, we did the whole EP in two weeks. That's so, amazing. But we were working every day, like eight hours a day, obviously. So yeah, we that's never a lot like, of work. yeah, it was a lot of work, but it was, you know, one of the best, one of the best times of my life. So do you um, find those pressure cooker moments uh, bring forth some great ideas? Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. I think it was, you know, and, you know, and it was, a, it was a big, you know, it was a financial thing too. It was like, this is how much I can afford to do this. So I was like, okay, we got to do it all in two weeks. We got to pull it off in two see. weeks. There's some logistics so, involved. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah. That's cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, next song on the playlist, you mentioned a little bit earlier in the show, it's River. Uh, tell us what brought this one forth. So River, um, uh, this song uh, was written after um, after the breakup I mentioned that inspired the title track, the Sleep Talk track, um, and I had been so I'd been this in, been in this relationship for like close to four years. I had been with this person since I was sixteen, and now I was twenty one, twenty two. Uh, so I had never really known or dated anybody outside of this single person. And all of a sudden I was free to see other people and date other people and experience, you know, experience other people. And River was kind of about, it's about this awakening of like, of self in a way of, you know, releasing your, it's who you are, you know, not, who am I not connected to this person? 
Hmm. You know, and it's, you know, also an awakening of, you know, spending time with other people and, you know, dating other people and seeing other people and like that sort of thing. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. And and do you often find too that maybe if you don't address the people face to face, I mean, what do you get out of still writing a song? For me, it's, it's how I cope. It's cathartic. Um, this is always how I've coped, you know, when I first started writing songs, you know, seriously, like when I really first started middle school, high school, you know, I was like, this, this is something I need to do. You know, this is how I, this is how I cope with loss. This is how I cope with anger. This is how I cope with my problems. Um, so yeah, it was just how, it's basically how I survive. Kind of, <laughs> if that makes sense. I know that sounds kind of dramatic, no. but it's true. We're lucky that it's your coping mechanism because you're putting out some great music. Uh, we're going to go uh, just keep going down the track of the EP. Uh, this is from Sleep Talk, the third track off of that. This is River by Shea Altered.
knowing the local market and community makes a difference. Premier Mortgage offers a variety of fixed and variable rate mortgage loans in Oregon. Backed by local experience and local servicing, that means quicker decisions and more flexibility. Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 1169 at PMRLoans.com. Big thanks to PMR Loans, one of our supporters right now. If you want to find out how you can support local independent radio, go to PRP.FM and click the support button. And on there, you can see the talk board. Uh, like we had our most recent listener said, great song uh, to that last track. Uh, I couldn't agree more. I've been complimenting your guitar playing and your production choices. A uh, couple of things I want to address here. First of all, uh, tell the listeners what you were just telling me about some of the sounds that you've created for the record and how you get uh, some of these samples. Yeah, so um, I kind of like what I talked about earlier with my influences when I was talking about Florence the Machine. Um, I I want a song to be immersive. I want it to be in, not just be a song. I want it to be an environment. I want it to be a sonic environment for you to experience. Um so I, it's my songs tend to be a little bit cinematic. You'll notice um, at the beginning of m- most of the songs on EP, they have um, little intros um, with different experimental sounds. Um, and I'm big about, you know, I want my sounds to be unique. I don't want you to be able to like, you know, go on like Ableton and be like, that's the plugin she used. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like sure. I really want to create unique sounds that are me. Um, on River, a lot of the the song you just heard, a lot of the percussion is actually um, me, you know, running my nails down wood. I'm throwing boards. I'm stomping. I'm hitting things with wood. I'm hitting things with drumsticks. Um, Why are you so angry at lumber? I'm so <laughs> angry at lumber. Um, in Control, um, you'll hear um, a lot of the... Um, a lot of the little sounds are actually um, me making sounds with my mouth or my voice, and they're pitched. Um uh, you know, reverb, they're drenched in reverb, they're, um, you know, that sort of thing. A lot of the sounds come from my body, which is really, you know, which is really interesting. That's cool for me. Um, uh, we did a lot of stuff where we would, um, take synths or my voice or different instruments and we would, um, run them through an amp and then record it coming out of the amp. So we did a lot of stuff like that. Um, there's a, there's a lot of analog synths on the record as much as there are, you know, you know, um, things that, you know, come, you know, like the prepackaged VSTs, you you know, that kind of stuff. A lot of it's, you know, analog and a lot of it's, um, we created the sounds ourselves with my body, with different, you know, different things that weren't even actually instruments, (laughs) you know, so we, we made our own, um, which is something I'm really into. So I am too. Yeah. One of my favorite, um, Sonic records is, uh, go do, um, He's the lead singer from Sigaros and the documentary. I mean, most of the kick drum on that record is an old suitcase that they stomp yeah. on. So yeah. <laughs> I really respect that. I also want to give our listeners and your fans an inside look uh, to maybe something they don't know about you. And Ashley Curvamon uh, just sings such high praise of you as a photographer. Talk to us about that passion and how you tie that into your music. Yeah. So I, um, I'm also a visual artist. I am a photographer. I do... Um, my passion is my art photography. Um, I, a lot of it, I'm very visual. Um, I tie that, I'm very lucky because when I create, when I'm thinking about music or I'm writing a song, um, I don't just see the, it's not just about, you know, I don't just see the music, the lyrics, I also see pictures. Um, so I, like I, like I was telling you before, you know, for me, it's, 
I'm lucky my producer understands my language <laughs> because I see certain chords to me are colors. Certain notes to me are different colors. It's a texture. It's a picture. So I'll tell my producer, I'll be like, can you make this synth more neon? Can you make this sound orange? Can you make it more blue? And uh, for a while, it was kind of hard to, you know, say what that meant. Um, but now he totally gets um, Shay speak. You know, he understands my strange little language. Uh, so, yeah, I use a lot of the time my art also to, you know, convey my music. If you look on um, if you look on my website or if you uh, get a CD from me, um, all of the album art, uh, all the photographs inside are um pictures that I took. So all the album art is done by me oh, as well. Right on. So um, each uh, photo in the in the album, the one that corresponds, if you open the booklet, you have the lyrics and then you have the photo, the album art that goes along um, with that song. So all of the, the pictures in there are photos that I recreated to represent the songs. So you've so. got like graphic artist duties as well, like putting out a record for musicians tough enough. You've now... <laughs> Yeah, well, and it's, it's part of the whole thing to me. Like, yeah. I, I can't, you know, I can't half do it. I can't halfway do things. And, you know, I think an album, like a record, the music, the art, it's it's all encompassing for me. And I'm a control freak. Like, I <laughs> I, I have to do everything myself because I, I want it to be my vision. Um, so I'm really lucky that I'm able to make the art because it turns out exactly how I want it. So, <laughs> so tell us where Fragments came from. That's the next song on the uh, EP. So Fragments is is a sad song. Um, it's the most melancholy um, sounding song in the EP. It's very sparse. Um, it's just um, my voice, um, some synths and a piano. And uh, upon first listen and what most people think is that it's a breakup song and it is a breakup song, but uh, not about a romantic relationship. It's a platonic relationship. It's a breakup of a friendship. And I think that can be just as heartbreaking as, you know, losing a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever. So, um, yeah, it's about it's about the loss of friendship and the hole that that leaves. I think we can all relate to that. That really resonated with me just now. Uh, and again, I love this insight because they're songs that I love. And now I get to connect with them even more. Uh, this is from uh, Shay Altered, her first LP or EP that was released this year. This is Fragments here on Sounds of PDX.
is Liar off of the Sleep Talk EP from my special guest tonight, Shay Altered. She's been with me since 7 p.m. And believe it or not, we are winding down close to the end of the show. Um, but we've got a handful of songs to play and a couple other great stories. You were just telling me that song was one of your first uh, attempts with... Well, go ahead and I'll have you tell Yeah, so <laughs> uh, how was my first... Uh song that I kind of did the demo with uh, Ryan, my buddy Ryan, my synth guy who plays my shows with me. Um, <laughs> it was very bad. It will never be released. <laughs> um, I d actually did a music video for it for um, uh, one of my finals in my art class, <laughs> which was really fun to do. Um, but yeah, that song is, that song's pretty self-explanatory. Um, that song is obviously about betrayal. And <laughs> uh, when you find out someone's sneaking around behind your back and they don't tell you and they've lied about it, <laughs> yeah, that's a really great song. That one, I think, really uh, highlights your rock influences that we had Definitely. earlier in the show. That's really cool. Um, I mean, so you can go from something like that 
to this really cool walking after midnight. Yes. Uh, I think this is an important part. You gave me some information about this, but uh, let's get into the business side of the music business really quick. I think it's important. However, it's a task to be diligent on social media these days, but I think licensing your music and getting yourself out there is so important. Can you speak to that a little bit, um, including kind of what happened with this track? Yes, so definitely um, license your music. Um, it costs no money to join ASCAP or BMI. Um, those are PROs, performing rights organizations. And what they will do is make sure that uh, if your music's on the internet, if someone wants to use it in a commercial, um, if it's ever paid, played on the radio, um, in a venue, that you are making money. Um, you, you know, this is your copyright. You're going to make money off this if anybody ever uses it. So um, if you ever put out music publicly, definitely um, join a performing rights organization. So you as an artist are protected. Um, but uh, with that song, um, I am currently working with um, a placement company um, and that song almost made it into a Victoria's Secret commercial once. <laughs> so that's a fun, some fun trivia. Yeah, that's pretty almost cool. Almost is the key word, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did you choose to end the EP with Walking After Midnight? So um, I know I wanted to put a cover on just because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a new artist, people 99% of the time do not know who I am. Um, and, uh, you know, covers can be, you know, if, if you redo something that's already out there, you know, it's, it's a little more accessible than a song you've never heard before. Uh, but this song is an older song, Walking After Midnight by Patsy Cline. Um, and I actually did this song because uh, my dad <laughs> woke up one morning and said, Shay, I had a dream that you covered Walking After Midnight by Patsy Cline and you got famous. And I was like, well, now I have to cover the song, like, obviously. <laughs> So, oh, that's so awesome. So that's what led to me covering the song. And I also love the song. Yeah, and it's I, so good. You know, and it's a, it's a country song and it's done in a major key. And I knew that, you know, I could turn it minor and I could make it creepy and I could do all the things to it that would make it, you know, a Shea altered track. You know, I could really mess with it. Um, so yeah, it's my version of Walking After Midnight. I love it so much. You knocked it out of the park. We've got this one. Uh, stick around because we have some goodbyes from Shay before we let her go off into the evening. And then, of course, her latest single, Miss Me. Uh, until then, this is Walking After Midnight.
That is the sixth and final track off of the Sleep Talk EP from Shea Altered. I cannot thank you enough for being my guest tonight and sharing your tunes and influences with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. It has been a big blast. Um, before I let you uh, go off into the evening and give your shout outs, I want to remind our listeners one more time, come hang out with us on Friday. You're going to be crazy if you don't. Uh, September 29th at Kelly's Olympian. Show starts at nine. We've got Rococo, Camp Crush, and Shea Altered. Um, stay tuned on Thursday. I'll have some information, some more details about the show. And a quick uh, notice, Saturday, uh, the day after the show, Roko Code is going to be joining me here in studio with Ashley Kervenbon. You are welcome to come back if you'd like. We'd awesome. love to have you. Uh, so we're going to be on the air from 1 to 1.30 uh, with Roko Code for their drop-in session. Again, I've more than enjoyed uh, getting to know you as a person and as an artist. I'm a big fan of what you're doing, and uh, I hope we can have you back on the show soon. Thank you so much. I will come on anytime. Awesome. It has been just a wonderful evening. So again, come to the show. Come hang out with us this Friday night. I've been your host, Luke Neal, reminding you to discuss and support local music.
was new music on Portland Radio Project. Let us know about your new favorites at prp.fm.